Are you ready for this? Your boys are back. Show dog. It's WrestleMania 15. <laughs> Main event, The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Gola. Whitey, again, that motherfucker just hit a third. Suck my dick, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, holy fuck, that guy hit some tanks, baby. And KG. It's, it's tough. As I, can, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I just got worked up about Girardi. I fucking hate the guy. <laughs> Bringing you hot take after hot take. It's BDB. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. On today's episode, we are going to be talking more football. Uh, and more football and maybe a sprinkle of other shit. Uh, I think it's going to be a banger. we got a new segment for you. Um, how's your uh, how's your week going, boys? It's going. Slow. It's going. Slow. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I feel like this week is dragging on. Probably because you're excited for this weekend. Probably, but I will tell Well, I'm excited for this weekend for multiple things. And I don't know if you guys want to touch base on it. And sure, I don't think it's. I don't think we're far enough into it to do the whole like six pack, you know, five beer, six beers thing. But GOT, I well, I say GOT. House of yeah. Dragon premiered on Sunday. It, it seems like I'll a I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, boys. I'm 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 gassed up. I fucking am pumped for this goddamn show. The first like two minutes when you could hear the fucking violin play and like the Game of Thrones fucking soundtrack or the intro started to play a little bit. I was like, oh, it's fucking go time now, baby. Let's fucking go. And uh, I had high expectations and I actually think the first episode was very good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One thing I've noticed, and I don't know if it's like the accents are more or thicker this time, but I feel like it was hard for me to understand some of the words they were saying. Yeah, I can see that a little bit. Do you guys watch shows with subtitles on? I know it's like a big thing going around Always. now. Oh, you do? I, Always. I don't know. I don't either. I never do. I, it, it, you, it's not up to me. Kim watches them with the subtitles, so um, mm. I just have to watch them with them. I'll tell you one thing that may help. And, like, you know, you had, like, when we were watching Game of Thrones, right, you had all the different houses, and then you had, like, a little bit of, like, the Targaryen thing sprinkled in. But with like this one being like all about the Targaryens, dude, their names are fucked up. Like half the time, I don't know what word they're saying. I don't know what letter it starts with. And it's like, like Lindheim would like, is it Rhaenyria? Right? Is that her name? Rhaenyria sounds, or whatever. Like, yeah, sounds right. Like that. You had so subtitles on, you know. Right. I, but I said I'm terrible with I names always, anyway. I can't remember someone I just met two minutes right. ago. But. but I made a comment. I was like, Lynn and I were watching it. And I said like Rhaenyria or Rhaenyria or whatever it is. And she's like, no, it's diarrhea. Oh, not diarrhea. But it was like whatever <laughs> it was. And I'm like, yeah, his name's diarrhea. Um, and I'm like, I don't think so. And it's like these fucking the, the Targaryens with their fucked up names. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm i pumped. It's um, Sundays are, well, it may be some Mondays when we start recording twice a week. But I am pretty fucking excited for this uh, for this series. The, the one thing about it that I love is how it is a weekly release. Like with a lot of shows nowadays that get on streaming services, it's like they get dumped all at once. And so you can just, you can yeah. binge it. Binge so if you're, if you're into binging, then maybe it's not for you. But I actually love 
like the buildup of the week and like knowing like oh yeah. Sunday night's on I get to watch the episode. I that's and wasn't cool. it and wasn't that the highest watched premiere on in HBO's history? I wow. think that's what I saw. Yeah, it was the highest yeah or something like that. So um in terms of viewership, hey did My you guys speak of that? did you weren't very high like because I like watching the final season of GOT was like eh. So I was like, I, I just feel like they're not gonna get this right, and and people are gonna bitch. But it was, it was fucking, it was. I'm gonna rewatch it because I was exhausted that Sunday. But I'm, I am, yeah. I still gotta rewatch it. Did you guys see that video going around? Um, it was like somebody was sitting on a street, on the street, and then it was like an apartment, bunch of apartment buildings, like on this one street, and have all the lights on, and you can see the like how many people are watching Game of Thrones. Because their screens were blinking the same colors at the same oh, time. Cool. And it's like all the way out through it. It was pretty sick. Yeah, that was um, awesome. But so I say I keep saying Game of Thrones, House of Dragon. House of Dragon was Sunday. Then we have this weekend um, playing a little golf Saturday morning. Then we have uh, we're going to be broadcasting live on Twitch. We'll be tweeting, put it on Instagram of Shorey's Fantasy Football League live from South Portland. And then also Saturday, guys, Kev, you might not care about this as much. College football's back. First first day of college football. Oh, Big I'm zero. into it this year. Oh, dude. Kev's I football guy. Yeah, I'm a football okay, guy. Hockey and football guy. Exactly. But, um, so we are, it's, I mean, it's just, and then, you know, you're starting to get some of these nights. It's starting to get nice and cool. And uh, all, all that means is fall's coming, baby. And I cannot fucking wait for it. I can't wait for the draft. I'm excited. I think that, like, us having you guys there is going to be awesome. Like asking people questions and like, I got a feeling like the, the booze will be going on some of us. So um, it's going to be funny to like hear what they, why they pick somebody and like, you know, maybe they pick somebody and, and they just didn't realize it, you know, a different player was on the board or something. I think it's gonna be funny. Um, but maybe we can get into a little bit of, maybe you guys will be able to pick a little bit of people's brain to see what they're doing. Um, I know there's like definitely like, if you Google it, there's so many different strategies. Like there's, you know, yeah. the running back heavy strategy, the two quarterback leagues, making sure you get your two quarterbacks early, or there's, you know, the, the don't pass up on running backs and just punt running backs and uh, load up everywhere else. It's uh, so I think it's going to be cool to see what, how people handle this. Um, and, and I think that's, I think the thing that's interesting too, about some of these like non keeper league drafts and like, it'd be the same thing if we did baseball is like, you can try to go in with, a plan on how you want everything to play out, but your plan can change so yes. fucking quickly because of like, you could be like, Oh, I'm, I know I'm at pick seven. Like there's without, without a doubt, I don't Jamar chase is going to be there at seven. And then somebody takes him at two and you're like, what the fuck do oh, I yeah. do now? So it's like, that shit is, and it's always funny when you do shit live. Cause you got people you're like screaming at each other. Like you, you know, whatever, but I've been be, working, uh, like- I'm looking forward to it. All the picks I pick, I pick eight and I have been grinding on the old Twitter fingers, uh, trying to figure out where everyone's picking. And I think I have all the way up until six. I don't know seven and I pick at eight. So, um, so you think you already know who's going where? Yeah. I think Why, I because you've been asking idea. us? I've been just asking? been grinding on the old Twitter or the old texting, um, do you guys hear it? Um, that's me typing away, trying to figure out who people are taking and like nudge my way into like, oh, they're going to take this person. They're going to take this person. And they're like, oh, they are taking that person. And I don't really know. And then like, you know, just trying to work the the, the lines. 
I hate that I'm saying this now because people are going to hear it before the draft, but I think I know one through five or one through possibly six. Hmm. I thought I thought the uh, I thought the queen wasn't going to let you give you any insight on who the hell she was. Uh, she didn't give it to me. She gave it to somebody else when <laughs> I was there. Oh, she gave it to Crackle. Uh, she oh, picked okay. she picks one pick before him. So, mm. yep. I'm I'm excited. Oh, wow. I think I think it's going to be really cool because I, you guys obviously have a really great league. But I think like just adding some like outside people to it like as like almost like production and like the shit that we're going to bring to the table i think it's going to be a super fun night uh i don't even know where things are going to go after like we do the beginning part you know Mm -hmm. but i think there's a there's there's a lot of a lot of different pieces going on with that night that's going to make it a really fun night i think and uh i think i think hopefully everything comes together smoothly and yeah Plus the seven or eight of us that are, including you guys, there's going to be 12 of us golfing, but I think eight in the league will be there. So, like, you know everyone's going to be, like, building up that buzz starting at nine in the morning. Um, and, and like, just to, like, go over, like, fun things that have happened in drafts before. Like, um, last year in the second or third round, Ruff took Dobbins, literally tore his ACL that night. Um, breaking oh. news. So, and, and I don't feel bad because Ruff went on to win. So, um and then the probably like three years before that, in the seventh round, I think it was, Nick took – no, in the third round, Nick took Andrew Luck. And by round seven, we Bruce found retired. out Andrew Luck retired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to like literally draft another one. Like we was like, well, I, I'm not even going to take that wide, that quarterback. I'd like to draft another one. And we were like, no, yeah. you can only have three team at a time, and that's your team right now. He didn't say that's a re- he didn't say a word the rest of the night. By the way, Nick. Well, it's he never talks anyway, so that's true. Uh, so, with that said, I was uh, sitting at work today, started thinking of some quick rules, like having a good live fantasy draft. So I feel like we've been doing it now for five years for my league, and we get together every year. Uh, and I just have five rules that will make your league better if you're listening to this. And and you're going to, like, start doing it. Because, like, a live draft in person is so much better than over the computer. Like, over a computer is fun. But doing it live is, like, a whole other game. So, and I know I've done some draft things before. But here's the ones that I have real quick, eight of them, that will make your draft experience a lot better. Number one. Uh, make sure that you're participating in everything. Like if your boys are going golf in the morning, make sure you're there. Like find a babysitter, find, tell your wife, um, because this is planned out so far in advance. Um, we have a guy this year that come to find out he had a wedding. Well, he knew about this back in February and now he's like, I'm just going to skip my cousin's wedding. I don't, he's like, whatever. I have a hundred cousins. So that's pretty (laughs) incredible. That's just, that's where we're at in life. And, and part of that is, um, if you don't, I know the draft gods watch you and like, I'm sure Nick did something that fucked him up and that's why Andrew Luck retired. I'm sure Ruff did something and that's why JK Dobbins towards ACL, like the fantasy gods are watching you. Um, and they're not going to treat you right if you're not participating. Um, the biggest one is when it's your pick, make sure you have like a plan. Don't, don't, cause like if you're doing it. In person, there's no one that we've done timers, but it's like really hard to enforce the timer. Like, it's just 
there's no way to like punish you and be like you're taking this guy auto pick. There's no way to do that. So don't take forever. Uh, I like, mean, we'll be in person. We can we can set something up if you want for this. And I'm just saying, I think what the NFL does is if you don't make your pick, the next team can skip. make a pick. They, well, they know it's skipped. The next team can make their pick and get their pick in before right, right, right. you That's get yours in. Yeah. You still keep um, your slot kind of like, but. I will say we actually have gotten a lot better over yeah. time um, because like it felt like the first couple of years people weren't uh, ready. F- like they didn't do their homework. And I feel like now everyone's been reading like, oh, what strategy am I going to try to use? Like what happens if this happens? And I like this guy. Don't like this guy. And everyone like has a list ready to go with like highlighted areas and what they want to do. Well, I think a lot of times in drafts, too, it's like the first three, two or three rounds are really fast because like you're getting all the studs off the boards. And then it's time to like, when you start trying to figure out, yeah. like, this guy even starting on this team, that's when it starts slowing down. Right. I feel like there's, like, uh, I think you said, like, I, I agree with you. It's, like, the first three, four rounds is fairly fast. Yeah. Then, like, five through ten are dog slow. And then after that, it's, like, fuck it. I need a wide receiver. Who's the best guy on the board? Yeah. That's it. exactly how it goes. So then it, then it speeds right. back up. There's, like, a, yeah. it's, like, quickly. There's a quick, uh, quick few rounds and a lull. Then it speeds back up again. So. Yes. I will say it's going to be hard to like talk the whole time when it's going on, but like usually we have like a ton of like food there. Um, we have like a dartboard there and other things to do. We have cornhole set up. So it's like if you're participating and you know like what you're like, if you're picked 12 and you've got another 24 picks, so you pick again, there's usually like something you can do to like waste your time and come back and check who's gone. Um, don't come empty handed. If everyone's bringing a dish, don't be the fucking guy to bring a sandwich for yourself. Um, bring bring three sandwiches and cut them up and have have that sandwich. And don't don't come empty handed. Like no one wants to see that. Or bring um, a veggie platter. Or bring yeah. a veggie platter. <laughs> Shout out, Belch. Mm-hmm. What's up, Belch? It's it's important to have a lot of seats. Uh, I've been to places before where people are like scrambling to find a seat. Other people are comfortable. I, I'll tell you right now, there will be 12 seats, like good seats in a circle, whether it's an Adirondack chair. We have a couple of recliners in my garage. We have uh, we'll have some spots enough for the 12 and we'll have enough for company. I bet you I, I think there's going to be like over there's going to be like 25 people here, I think, for a 12 man draft. It's going to be back. Who else comes? Well, I missed that. It's going to be bopping. There's going to be going to be wives. There's going to be yep. kids. There'll be you guys. Like I know Drew's just said he wants to come down and drink with us. Like I just know there's going to be uh there's going to be about 20 to 25 people. I don't know if I can go anymore if that dummy is coming down. Yeah, I was I, I wasn't <laughs> going to tell you. I'm out. Fucking, I'm not doing this. Fucking, <laughs> have to deal with that fucking lummox for fucking a whole afternoon. <laughs> uh, don't. Be the guy who, like, don't ever, like, listen to the people that just sit there and defend their team or talk about their team. Like, we see your team on the fucking draft board. You don't have to tell us how good it is. And if I chirp you out, don't be the fucking guy who's like, oh, no, I took another wide receiver because I, I had this guy with a buy, this guy. Like, shut the fuck up. We know. We all see your team up there, and we see your fucking buys. It's just fun to chirp you, okay? Um Make the make the whole day an event. That's even better, I think. Like that, like what we're doing. We're going golfing in the morning. Maybe we'll go out to lunch or whatever, as like all of us, and then we'll uh, come back and we'll get everything set up and we'll have plenty of time. We're not gonna be like scrambling to do that to get everything ready. And the, like the draft board will be up tomorrow. Um, the picks will be in line 
on the table tomorrow. The chairs will be out. Everything will be ready to go. Um, so the whole day is just like us enjoying it and having a good time. Uh, real quick on that. Yes. Couple questions on it, actually. Mm-hmm. So you guys purchase a big board where you guys can go and stick the name or however it works up onto mm-hmm. the big board when it's your draft slot. So they send you that that big board with all like, do they give you like obscure names too? Yeah. Like, is like Rex Burkhead in there? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's and not. Then, it's not quite as big as you think because like tight ends, there's only so many. There's only like. 30 tight ends. And there's obviously like no offensive lineman, no defense. There's only 30 kickers. Like so, yeah. So then like, but what do you have to do? Like as far as like, it's got to be a little while to like thumb through fucking. No, like, they're all alphabetical. So like, alphabetical all order. Oh, oh, oh. so like we'll put all the green ones together in alphabetical order. So if like you have Devontae yes. Adams, you know, it's on the front sheet. If you know, if you have, uh, I don't know. So somebody, I, think, I, gotcha. I, mean, I, think I gotcha. I was going to say, so I think another thing, if you were doing something like that is like, keep the things in fucking order. Like try to yeah. keep it as, yes. as close to me. Don't be a dickhead and mix them all up because that's just gonna slow things down. And you can tell. I love it when it happens when someone fucks up and they didn't realize someone was already drafted. They're like scrambling, looking, and they're like, "I'm I'm looking at the D's. Why is uh, someone not there?" And it's like, "Yeah, D- Debo's you know? already gone. Yeah, yeah. Debo's is that? Thank you. Debo's yeah. already on the fucking board. What are you doing? What? Mm-hmm. What? Let me go back in. and then like he goes back to look at their list and everyone freaks out. It's it just happens every time. Yeah, and then it's another ten minutes until they figure out who the fuck they want to take. <laughs> yes. Seven um, A. Ooh. Chirp the fuck out of people. Like, <laughs> let people be uncomfortable with their team. Like, if they, even if you think it's a great pick, I love to just like get in their ear. Like, oh man, why would you do that when fucking Adrian Peterson's still moving? What are you doing? And uh, I, even, you know, like I was gonna take that person, just like let them second guess themselves. I gotta say, like just drafting alone is awesome, but being able to draft in person is fucking fantastic. And then you mix in alcohol that's been being drank all day yes. long. Like I imagine there's some pretty awesome like one-liners that happen after someone makes a stupid pick. Yes, Gov is the best at it. Without, I don't even think he means to do it. It's just like someone picks somebody and he just makes it a facial expression and it says everything. He's just like, <laughs> ugh, gross. Well, we're going to have it recorded this time, so we'll go play it back and watch it. Yeah. Um, and then, be like, don't don't be a bitch. Like, be able to take the trash talk. Like, that's 7B. Take the trash 7B. talk. And then uh, the last one is the most important one. I've said it earlier. Set the date. We set it in February. No excuses. If you can't make it, you're out of the fucking like if you if everyone agrees to this and there's nothing major that happens, if you can't make it, you're out of the fucking league. Like that's that's where we're at. And like that's what it was. It was like, hey, I got a wedding that day. Well, it's two weeks of the draft now, so Coleman, you're either in the fucking league or out of the league. I'll find a way to be there. That's that was his answer. So um Love it. Yeah. Just eight eight quick things to make the league great. And uh been doing it for a while, especially a lot. We used to do baseball in person, and uh, they they're just so much better like that. So, yeah, no, it is. We we did like the uh, our baseball ones. We never, I think, other than the first year, that was the first time. That was the only time I think we had everybody in one room together. Um, and then after that, we would get like you know a good chunk of us. It'd be probably eight of us, maybe nine of us. But uh, we haven't done it in the last what like three four years. We really haven't gotten together. Yeah. 
No. It, yeah. No. It's way. really fun when you get in person, though. It's super fun. Yeah. I like it, dude. Do you think... Uh, who in your league... Oh, that was sponsored by Natty Light, by the way. That is the I figured. eight rules figured. by Natty Light. Um, get your Natty Light at your local Hannaford. Um, 12, 15... Six, 30 packs. We got them all. Don't get the 12 because there's a bonus bonus three for 15. Don't be. Yeah, <laughs> it's silly to just stop at 12. Uh, of the rules you just said, when you made these rules, did you have someone, a person in mind in your league for each rule you created? Like basically it's like rule. I'm not, I don't even remember what rule one was, but it's like rule one, like, the rough rule rule two is like the Coleman rule. You know what I mean? Like has people, uh, have people yeah, some, some I definitely stuff? did, but like plenty of seats. That's me. Like it's my, yeah. I host. So yeah. I got to make sure I have plenty of seats. Actually, actually, if we were really being honest, I feel like Scotty news used to like, some people got stuck in like the floor and some people yeah. got stuck in chairs. So like yeah. in mine. Yeah. I, and like that's got past time. Yeah. Um, be able to take trash talk. I, I can't think of anyone who, like, would get upset other than myself. Like, I would be like, fuck you. You're second-guessing my fucking team. You know more than me. Fuck you. Like, I would be the douchebag who wouldn't be able to handle trash. I'd sure as hell give it, though. But so that's I'm the Shuri ready. rule? That's the Shuri rule. I guess I had myself more on that just to write it down to make sure I, I check myself. Um, don't take forever, I guess. I think about uh, Ruff and Millage. So... That, that's it. I remember, I remember on our CBS. I think it was CBS. One of our either CBS fan tracks. You could go back and you could see the average time it took for oh, each. Oh yeah. Pick. That's and right. I remember we were all like, I don't know, thirty to a minute and thirty seconds, and Mills was like eight or nine. It was like minutes. nine minutes. It was <laughs> fucking absurd. Uh, it was awful. And then the next year, I think he like tried to like make it a point, and he was like making the pick within like two seconds. So good. So good. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun time though. I'm excited. So, do you know who plays Saturday, Gola, in, in college football? Because I, I, I know the this, big weekends, the following weekend. Yeah, so this is like what do they call it? Like week zero. So this, the biggest game is it's not a very big game. They're playing in Dublin, and it is must be Notre Dame. No, it's not Notre Dame. It is Northwestern in Nebraska. Is the biggest game. Uh, I'll take that. Uh, What's, no, the, I, mon- listen. What's the money line? Because I'm putting it on right now. Let's yeah, this, let's make okay. a decision for the show right fucking now. Uh, All right, hold on. Nebraska and who? Northwestern. Nebraska and Northwestern. Oh, Nebraska. I'm taking the fucking Panthers. Is that what it is? Purple Panthers? They're 13 and a half point it's underdogs. Yeah, 13. They're 13 and a half point dogs. All day. Over under 49 and a half. Not not the money line. Take just take the uh, spread. Take them to cover. Yes. So Shorey's saying, take your paycheck this week. Hammer the Northwestern fucking Wildcats. Yep. And then uh, I don't know. Take your uh, take your girl or your or your man <laughs> out for dinner afterwards. Applebee's. Bring them to Applebee's. Uh, yeah. So there's off. wait till nine half off apps. There's I no mean, for the most part, twenty five schools playing this weekend. Okay. No. No, I mean it's like I said, it's Nebraska Northwestern is the best game by a mile. And then after that is probably Jesus, maybe Vandy and Hawaii. 
Illinois and Wyoming. I mean, it's just not Florida State the plays. Weekend, yeah, they play DeQuince. 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 That's a challenge. <laughs> Talk about oh, the tale shit. of two different fucking Florida teams. One plays Utah, number seven in the country, and one plays a team we never heard of. Yeah. So Dude, it's like, but you know what? Football's back, baby. I am. I yeah. just. I am so goddamn excited. Oh, and actually, if we want to touch base on this real quick, and I, because I kind of went on a rant about it like three or four episodes ago, talking about college football and Notre Dame and the realignment. So I don't know if you guys, if you guys saw this, but NBC, the Big Ten just signed a massive TV deal. So the Big Ten is going to be playing some games on NBC, and I think they, it's either going to be before or after Notre Dame's games. So this is all this is doing is just setting up Notre Dame. Them fucking assholes are going to stay independent. Um, and it's going to piss me off, which I, I just want them to go to a fucking conference. But with that TV deal, it just it don't, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen now. So, um, yeah. Why, why is that? Why do you, don't they play on NBC now? They play on NBC now. So what the thing is, is Notre Dame wanted to – they went back to NBC and said, we need to redo our contract. Right. And basically I think my understanding was if they were able to get like 75, a hundred million dollars a year from NBC, that would be similar money. They were going to get from the big 10 TV deal. So they basically, they said, well, we're going to, we can, if we can say independent and get that money, we'll do that. And NBC essentially said, if we can get more college games, whether it's another major, major conference, and in this case, the big 10, then we can reevaluate your, Mm-hmm. your um evaluation yeah. because we're getting more eyes watching football on NBC on Saturdays. Gotcha. So all signs point to Notre Dame probably signing a new deal with NBC to remain independent, Um, which again, is just going to fucking piss me off because I just want them to join a conference. But um I got to imagine that across the United States, like Ohio State, Michigan are probably two of the biggest fan bases, I would think. Right. So they're yeah, going to have a shit I mean, ton of eyes. I'm not saying they're one, two, but I'm saying they're probably top 10 both in fan bases. So I imagine that NBC is going to have a shit ton of eyes watching yeah. their channel all season long. So it probably does yeah. generate more money for Notre Dame's contract. Yeah. Right. And I, I don't think that I could be wrong with this, but I don't think the Big Ten is exclusively on NBC, but they're getting games. So it's yeah. like whether they're getting one or two games a week, I, I don't know the exact details of it all, but. Um, was the, happen, was so. the Big Ten exclusive somewhere else last year, like Fox or something, or something? Was it like they that? were mostly on Fox and ABC, I think. They that played a lot right. of games on. They played a lot of games on ABC and I think Fox. Um, so ABC's, I, I think ABC's affiliated with ESPN, so maybe they had some ESPN games too. They could have. Yeah, I feel like yeah, the ACC played on ESPN. Did you guys see the contract Bama gave Saban? Yeah, no, I did not see it. Was that was that like eight years, ninety nine million dollar extension? Just under like ninety nine. Yeah. Was that what it was? Yeah. Like fucking guy. They got a bit, like, every they penny. Got, oh, of the coach. But, and you know what the thing is? Is it's like it's so funny because he's obviously without question the highest paid state employee, right? Because it's University of Alabama is a publicly funded school, essentially. Um. And it's like there's certain schools that have like issues with college, their coaches being paid so much goddamn money because it's, you know, through the state. But it's like Alabama would probably would have paid Saban fucking $30 million a year, the amount they win, they wouldn't care. 
mm-hmm. I think it's worth it. Yeah. Like I think I think I saw something that said that so far they paid him a hundred million dollars, and by the end of this deal, it'll be like almost it's going to be almost two hundred million. And it's like somebody like somebody said I was listening to a podcast, so like that number could be three or four times that, and the Alabama fans would be like, yeah, who gives a shit? Right. Like they wouldn't give a fuck. No. Dude wins. That's all he does. That's all he does. Every other school would fucking line up. They'll give him that. Yeah. The way he brings in talent. Hmm. Um, switching gears a little bit. What do you guys think of the Nets decision with Durant? <laughs> so, honestly, um, God, I, I actually think I am happy to see an owner and a, a team finally say, here's the deal. We signed you to a contract. You're going to abide by it. You're not fucking pushing us around. If you don't want to play, we'll just fucking fine you for every game you sit out, mm-hmm. basically. And I'm, I, it's like, I'm finally like, I like seeing that team finally was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. We're not, you're not blowing us around anymore. What I think is kind of crazy about it that is that if Ben Simmons plays, I know Ben Simmons, he's not like a, a one or a two on a team, but he can be a decent three. He can, he's a, he's a all NBA defender. So if if they're healthy, if Simmons plays, if Durant's healthy, if Kyrie plays, if Joe Harris is healthy, if Seth Curry's healthy, like this team could easily make noise in the playoffs and like potentially win a championship. Yeah. And it's crazy that they were just willing to just throw it away after getting swept by the Celtics. You know, it's it's it blows my mind. I th- I do agree. I think it's awesome that ownership finally got together and said, you know what, fuck it. But I think a lot of it had to come down to they weren't getting the deals that they expected to get. I think the Rudy Gobert well, thing kind of threw wrinkle into the plans. And uh, But I think it's good for the NBA I, that Durant's staying there. I do think part of it, though, is like I think they were incredibly unrealistic with what they were trying to expect to get back for him. Like, I understand Durant's still an incredible talent. He's probably still a top five, seven player in the league. But, like, he's 34, 35. And they were they wanted like three starters and like like fucking five first round picks. Like nobody was gonna do that. Well, I mean, I just think Rudy Gobert, like he got what? Wasn't it like three or four first round picks and ended up being like seven total picks just for him? Like Rudy right, Gobert is not the guy that could change an organization. No, but they didn't give Gobert, but like they it's not like Minnesota also traded like three of their starters. And no, that's what no. essentially, you know, I mean, like, I don't know. I just um what do you guys think, though, if you had to set an over-under of the total games that Simmons, Kyrie, and Durant play, what is it? Oh. Is it half of what they possibly could if they played 82 games? Oh, my God, no way. There's no fucking way. I was honestly thinking, like, like 16. 16? Like, Simmons is not going to play that much, and neither is Durant. So they could play combined 246 games. If they played 82 apiece. So would you would you set the over under at 160? Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, I'm saying we're all three in the court together. I th- I, no, I meant uh, I just meant total games played. Like they could potentially play. I mean, because like Kyrie, something in like the, something will happen in the world or in the United States or something. Yeah. And he'll just be like, oh, my God, I got to sit out. It's traumatizing. I'd say 160. That's my number, 160. Would you take the over or would you take the under? I, I mean, Ben Simmons is going to be healthy at this point, right? He's just being a bitch. He, so I think, he was I healthy think, at the end of the playoffs. Right, so I think he's going to play a decent amount. I think Durant, Kyrie always misses time. So I think I'd go over 160, honestly. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I'm just curious because neither one, none of them play all that often. 
Do you disagree, Shuri? You think they play less? I have a hard time thinking. I I, I want to say over, and then the more I think about it, I'm like, well, Simmons don't fucking play. Durant don't fucking play. And Kyrie doesn't want to play. Like, Kyrie wants to play what he wants to play. So, like, yeah. I guess I'll take the un- – like, I, I everything tells me, like, I'll take the over. Like, take over 160, but they, none of them want to play. I feel like Durant's pretty healthy guy other than his Achilles tear. I think he's been a pretty healthy guy his gross career. And I feel like um, Ben Simmons has to be healthy, and he's still young. And I, to me, I just, the only question mark is Kyrie, Kyrie, because he always misses time every year. So. Well, yeah, and I think with like Durant, like Durant's Durant's healthy, he's gonna play. But the other two, you really don't know. I mean, they could be perfectly fine and just like nah, I don't really feel like doing it tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to bring up tonight, this is another switching gears, another sport. But today, George Kirby, he's a pitcher for the Mariners, his rookie this year. He broke a major league record where he started the game off with 24 consecutive pitches that would have been a strike. Obviously, really? if, you, if a guy hits the ball, it's still considered a strike thrown. Um, the guy could hit a home run and it's still considered a strike. But anyways, he had 24 consecutive pitches that were strikes today to set the major league all-time record. If you guys were to get on a major league mound, no one in the stands, no one hitting, how many balls do you think you could actually throw into the strike zone consecutively? How fast am I throwing? You can you can do EFIS pitches if you wanted to. Do whatever you want. How many can you get where an umpire would call a strike? In our Jesus Christ. I, I feel like if I like three. <laughs> I think my arm would fall off after three. three. Well, yeah, like right now, no, I don't even know if I could do one. I feel like my arm, I just, no fucking way. I like picked up a rock the other day that was like in the grass and I threw it into the woods and my arm was throbbing afterwards because like I put too much into it. Anytime I throw something, I swear, like my elbow pops twice, my shoulder does too. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, I can't. Like, so yeah, I don't, um, if I was like loose in Walmart pitches. I, I still don't think it'd be any more than like, like Shory said, maybe three, five. I don't know. Put it yeah. this way. I used to pitch when I was a kid. Like, and I wasn't over. I was a little wild. little, a little erratic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I, my number would be that high I, either. I used to say, that was my strategy. I just like get wild and I'd hit like two guys right off and then I just get them back and off the plate and just, you know, go to work after that. But. It's, it's, it, was, a, it's, it, was, it was completely unintentional, trust me. Kirby ended up, uh, he actually allowed a run in the first inning. Uh, Zen settled down, only let up one run throughout the game. I think he pitched seven innings. So he had a pretty good outing, having a pretty decent year. But that's still pretty cool to be able to throw 24 pitches in a row for that would be a strike. It's pretty, that's pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid. So, yeah, yeah. Did you guys see, um, real quick, let's shift, shifting gears to another sport. Um, did you guys see or read anything about the announcement the PGA Tour made today? The Tiger thing? Tiger and Rory? No, no, this is something different. Oh. So, yeah, the whole Tiger and Rory thing, that's going to start in 2024, I think, or 2023. Right, yeah. It's going to be competition-based. They're going to be at, like, stadiums. However, the PGA Tour announced today that – um, there are like 15 or 18 tournaments that are going to be, they're called like, they're like escalated tournaments. So the purses are going to be even more than they normally would be. And they're going to announce like three or five more tournaments later this year where these tournaments are going to have a higher payout 
Um, they have like a pit bonus, which is like basically like people who are more active on social media, get more like eyes watching golf. They used to do the top 10. Now they're going to pay out the top 20 of that. Um, and I think the big thing is, is if you were a fully qualified PGA tour player and you played, I think a minimum of 15 or 20 tournaments, you're guaranteed 500 grand. Now I understand it's not the fucking 50, hundred million dollars that whatever, but you're guaranteed $500,000 as long as you play in, in the tournaments. And then like for, and this is from the, like, I didn't realize this. That includes like the corn fairy tour. If you're a fully qualified player, as low as that's pretty cool. Tour, that's really I'm cool. pretty sure it's a minimum wow. 500. And then if you're not fully qualified, but you're playing in it, if you miss, if you make the cut, obviously you're going to get money anyway, but if you miss a cut, they'll guarantee to like cover your travel expenses. It's like five or $7,000 stipend to cover your travel, your hotel and shit while you were there. Um, so they're they're taking steps to uh, give you know make sure there's more money, yeah, um, back to these players, and and Jay Monahan, the commissioner, doubled down even more on these fucking guys that want to live, and he said. So after all this stuff has changed, he goes, "Is there any chance that if somebody wanted to come back, you'd lift their suspension?" He's like, "Nope." Fuck them. So he's like, so, so a guy like, you know, at first for somebody like, I would say, you know, Kepka or DJ or the, any of these guys that are making 50, hundred million and going to live, it doesn't make a fucking difference to them. But you have players like Taylor Gooch who went to live who, you know, they probably gave him a decent amount of money, but it was nowhere. But like, for somebody like him, like if this live thing doesn't happen, doesn't work out. And then the tour, he wants to go back to the tours and tours like fucking pound sand. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's kind of funny in a sense, but um, I wonder if it's, it's enough kind of, to keep uh, Cam Smith, or if he's like official. Uh, like, we, I feel like they've been talking about Cam Smith going to live for the past month, and he just hasn't I, I, came out about well, it. Well, no, because the the reason being is, if it made it official, he wouldn't be able to play in the Tour Championship. They would have suspended him immediately. Yeah. So they're not announcing that. So supposedly, there's. I read something that when the when the Tour Championship's over, I think it's this weekend. There are seven more guys going to going to live. Mm-hmm. They're making want, the announcement of you. Yeah, I was gonna say I wonder if any of this stuff that they've done has changed anyone's mind. But I I just yeah. feel that obviously they are not treating their players right. The PGA was not. Like if they're if they that? have this much. They obviously weren't treating their players right in the first place. So, like, yeah, they're doing it right now, but, like, you can't hold these other players that went to live responsible. But, like, it just shows that you – they were making so much money, they needed to change their ways and give back to the players that, that are their product. I think but one what, thing what, one thing about that, though, I believe, is that sponsors have now kicked in more money than they were initially giving to the PGA. Right to pay for this shit. I think they're kicking in more money to keep these players around. So uh, I originally had thought right. that too, like, Oh, it's funny that the PGA is just finding all these extra millions of dollars to pay these guys, but they didn't really technically have it before this year. They're just getting more now from sponsors to and, come back. And like the P- right. And the PGA tour realistically probably could have this type of money all the time, but they're, they're considered a nonprofit. So I do think they have to donate or do other shit 
to like get rid of some of the money they have. And also like, I don't necessarily agree with you when you say like they were treating the players fairly. Like, and the only reason I say that is like, I guess I look at it like this and maybe this is, I, I don't know, maybe this is not the right way to look at it, but like, I feel like Rory said something today and I kind of agree with him. He's like, every player in the world has an opportunity to make big money on the PGA tour. He goes, but the issue is he's like, there are some guys out there who don't want to work. He says mm-hmm. guys out there just want to show up to three events and make fucking $10 million. He goes, so it's like, I, the way I look at it is the guys, a lot of the guys who went to live, it's life-changing money. But I also feel like they just, they, they're in no interest in like grinding it out. They just want to like coast, get by as easily as they possibly can, which I don't blame them. But like, I think it's, I just think it's bullshit that they are saying, well, we're trying to change the game and we're trying to change the way things are done on the tour by going to another league where it's like, you just like, you don't have to work for anything you get. And that's why I'm like, I don't think they were mistreated. It's just like, if they wanted to make more money, there was more opportunity to make more money in the PGA tour. Just play more tournaments. It's not nearly simple. that much as Liv has given away. And it's easy for coming no, out of Rory's like, mouth. Who's probably the second highest grossing golfer of all time. Like if you if you went and asked a different golfer, it might be a whole different story. You're no, you're, you're literally talking right. about second highest grossing golfer. But he is one of the highest paid because of of like sponsorships. But like it's not like Rory only plays in like fucking six events in the year. Yeah, but I I, I totally get that. But no. I don't I don't think every guy in Live just only played three events. I don't either. But there was a lot of guys like fucking Kepka. Kepka barely played in turn. Kepka played in the bare minimum. He had to play in the PJ tour to like keep his card. Yeah, and, I think like, Phil did too. That's what I'm saying. Like those guys, that and that's fine. Like I'm not like I, I don't blame. I get it, but it's like I agree with what Rory's saying in a sense to be like you have an opportunity to make more money just playing more tournaments. Like or and like he said to he's like go get better, practice more. He's like if you're worried about not making money because you miss a cut then go fucking like practice more. Like he like Kepka always had that bullshit attitude of like, you don't even practice. I kind of just show up. I just want to play in the major. It's like, shut the fuck up then. Like don't bitch and moan about the, like the money you could make on the PGA tour when you're not willing to like, actually put in the time to try to make more money. And I'm not knock, like, listen, I'm not knocking these guys. It's life changing fucking money. Again, it's just the reasoning they put behind and all the excuses they put behind it. It's just bullshit. Like, that's the thing. That's the thing that gets me. It's like, it's completely horseshit. Like, half of the stuff they say, the reason why they're doing it. That's all I'm saying. I'll say I love playing golf, love getting out with the boys. But there's absolutely, I don't, like, I'm never going to watch a live tournament. I don't give a shit to watch any of that. But I don't watch any PGA tournaments other than six tournaments a year. There's six tournaments I'll watch. The four majors, I'll watch the Waste Management Open because it's the funnest fucking tournament of the year. And then I'll watch the Ryder President Cup, whatever that is, you know, whatever year it is. That's the only six I care about. I, I will not even watch the Tour Championship this weekend. I just, to me, I that doesn't move the needle to me. I don't care about it. I'm only watching the big stuff. So I think it's cool, this drama that's going on between these two combating leagues. But at the end of the day, I don't really give a shit because, like, I'm not watching these small tournaments that are happening. Yeah, that's see, I'm, I'm a little different. Like, I'll definitely, if I get, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and, like, it's not must watch television for me on Sunday. Like, but Sunday afternoon, I'll throw the tour championship on um, and watch if, the end of it. 
If it was the the Sony Open or the Genesis Open or the Houston Open Classic, would you be watching those on Sunday? Yeah, I do sometimes. I'm not fucking lie. loser, dude. Jesus Christ, bro, you gotta I like get watching into... golf. God, wow. gotta get into Formula One, right? <laughs> I was just gonna say, it's Formula One in the mornings is where you need to be, bro. That shit is no. electric. Uh, that just doesn't excite me. I don't know. Uh, you that, gotta I'm not, watch I'm not the knocking you. I, I really, I'm really not knocking you on that, dude. But no, no, no. I just, and, and, I just, I, uh, to me, it's like player. I mean, every every racer, and it's no. Uh, oh, sorry. No, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, if I'm, if like come Sunday, if I look at like the score app and like there's like four, five guys at the top of the leaderboard that are like. 50th in the world or uh, like worse i'm probably not tuning in but if there are a couple of big names at the top of the leaderboard i'm watching it yeah i mean if tiger's playing you probably watch but tiger only plays four tournaments a year now so yeah he's not gonna be yeah um are we gonna get back into nfl I know I kind of went a little off with yeah. sports, but so, one thing one thing I want to say real quick, because I just saw this, and I feel yes. like we can segue this, and this guy will not be talked about tonight other than right here. But I saw a cool little stat. Uh, Zach Martin, offensive lineman, Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Zach Martin has more oh, pro Bowl appearances. He has seven Pro Bowl appearances. He's played in the league for eight years now. 2014 was his for rookie year. So he has seven Pro Bowl appearances, and he only has six holding penalties in his career. Unbelievable. Insane. Do you he's know why? He's had five seasons out of the eight where he had zero holding penalties for the entire year. Do you know why? Because you went to a fantastic institution in South Bend, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize. Oh, I did realize. Like, I just never thought of it. Him, Probably the top two guards in the NFL, him and Quentin Nelson, both went there. Yeah. Huh? Wow. Notre Dame's, Notre Dame's actually, like, they're good, but they're not the bouncy, bouncy twins. Have they, have they killed anyone, dude? They, they, yeah, they definitely have killed people. One hundred percent been an accomplice <laughs> yeah. for a couple yeah. of Hernandez yeah. uh, murders. So yeah, that uh, that's the that's the first and probably last thing we'll say nice about the Cowboys all year. So uh, we'll just end it at that. Unless yeah. Dakota Dakota. Uh, Prescott ends up on my fantasy team, and uh, is that his real name, Dakota? Yeah, I guess I just yeah. thought his name was Dak for some <laughs> reason. Dakota, I, love that. Oh, shit. I think that's so much better. It's so funny. Oh, that's good, dude. <laughs> Dakota Prescott. Fucking <laughs> Dakota. Oh shit. Oh shit. Sure, right now I just fucking to the same thing at the same time. Jinx, you're yeah. coke, dude. Yeah. That's good, man. That's nice. Okay, all right. Next segment. First time ever doing it. It's time to find out who's the shit. Is the shit segment. Uh, you just heard the intro. So basically, there's a... You could say shit. I saw a comedian act, and he just talked about the word shit, and there's so many different meanings for it. Like, how can somebody be the shit, like a whole entire shit, and be awesome? But if someone's a piece of shit, just a little piece of that, 
they are the absolute worst. Or, you know, there's just so many different meanings for the word shit, and they're funny. So for today's segment, we're going to do the shit segment of four different variations. You can be the shit, which is hands down the best. Um, That's the guy. You could be my shit. That's my favorite. Like, I, that's my guy. Like, he went to Florida. Uh, so that's why I love I, I love him. I'm going to try to get him in all my fantasy leagues. Um, there's a shitty player. So, like, maybe other people value him as really good. Um, but, like, like the for me, shitty would be Buffalo Bill fans. Everyone thinks they're good. But I realize when you have fucking tickets for sale on the morning of a fucking playoff game and they sell $15, I realize that your fan base is a joke. I realize that. <laughs> And then the last one is a piece of shit. So that is, um, dare I say it, the, the Ray Rices of the world. Like that, those guys are just bad people. Do we want to do this in an order and like a snake it? And these are all active players, right? These are all I, active players, yes. And and so just to let everybody know, I don't know if you said this, Shory. If you did, I apologize. I must have been spaced out there. But we're going to do like quarterback, running back, and wide receivers. Um, I do feel like finding pieces of shit. I think we all agree we there's one quarterback that's a real big piece of shit. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a little bit difficult for the rest of them, I think, as far as quarterbacks go. There's going to be one. Yeah, it's going to be really one, hard. But there's, you know, there might be some others that are. Uh, so I usually oh. prepare for a lot of these NFL things. I wrote down a guy's name and I couldn't even think of who the fuck it was. Uh, like I wrote down just his last name. So I was like, I think I just wrote down the wrong name, but I know why I have a, I have a different guy for a piece of shit. Okay. Uh, so I wrote down usually two names for each thing. So if for some reason the two names that I put down get chosen, I'm going to be a little fucked. So I'm just, not going to lie. Oh, I just got hard into the care juice. Um, I saw I the smoke <laughs> on here. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I pulled the shorty for this thing and I am not prepared one bit. So yes. your boy's going off the cuff. And, uh, well, usually when we do shit like on the show, we'll talk about it maybe a day or two before. so we can have like somewhat of preparation. Yeah. For I feel like this morning we were like, uh, so what do we do it? And then fucking well, Mr. Vagueness himself and sure. He just is like, so yeah, he doesn't answer any questions. He's like, Oh, let's do this. And we ask questions about it. And it's like nine hours later, he finally writes back. He's like, he just writes a thumbs up or like, yes. And we're like, what the fuck are you even saying? Yes. to? Three in the afternoon, I asked a message today, three in the afternoon. I'm not going like, to lie. Are we doing not, this? Not all my guys are active. A lot, Some of them are, like, recently gone. Okay. Shit. How, how, are we really drafting this when we're doing it in order? I feel like we just I think we just snake it. I think it. you just say, we just go quarterback, and then we just okay. each say our. Yeah. Do you guys okay. want to start with the shit? So the shit for quarterback, um, for goal, why don't you start it? You take a guy. Uh, the shit for me this year, I think he's going to win the MVP of the league, and that's Justin Herbert. I think that guy is going to fucking – I think San Diego is taking a step forward because of this guy. I think he's an absolute fucking stud. And I'm just I, – I love everything about him, dude. I, I, I hope – I haven't seen him yet this this summer so i don't know if the flow's back i hope it is 
because he looks way better with the mm-hmm. flows kind of popping out of the back of that helmet. Um, but no, Herbert's a shit man. I think he's I think he's gonna win the MVP this year. I'm gonna go next, Kev, just because yeah, I don't want to take him. Yeah. I said him in the last episode, 68 total touchdown, Josh Allen. He's gonna take the league by storm. If you don't get him in fantasy, you are fucked this year, uh, especially in a two quarterback league. I, you know what, when I was doing my, I was doing my preparation for this, I knew you guys were both going to say those two guys because you've both been huge on both of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I knew that, but I think the easiest pick is Patrick Mahomes, dude. I think Patrick Mahomes, he's, since he's been in the league, he's done nothing more than fucking put up stats and win games and go to an AFC championship game every single year. Uh, dude's career record is 50 and 13. He's been to the last four AFC Championship games. He's got a Super Bowl win in there. He puts up 4,000 yards every goddamn season. He has a 5,000-yard season in there. I just – I don't even think it matters that he doesn't have Tyreek Hill anymore because I just think he's that type of guy where he just makes wow. any receiver good. Oh, respect. Way to sell that. If that was a product on the shelf, I'd buy that, Kev. Way to sell it. <laughs> it's pretty It's pretty easy to sell Patrick Mahomes, dude. It is. Who? Who's – Kev, who the fuck is your guy? My shit. I'm not going to say the obvious one for me because of the fandom, because I think that maybe should be uh, reserved for you guys if you want to take him. But my shit is Joe Burrow. I fucking love Joe Burrow. The shit that he did at LSU, like the fucking records that that dude broke there, the season they had was the greatest season ever, I think, for a history of any team, college football. And then, like, the iconic photo of him smoking a cigar afterwards. Like, so fucking cool, right? Gets to the NBA, uh, NBA, gets to the NFL. He does pretty well his rookie year. Pretty damn good. And then Jamar Chase ends up coming there, his college teammate. And then that just ends up putting this dude like on a fucking rocket ship. I feel like, really I feel like the, uh, it's just beginning to, to start for this dude's career. Obviously it's only two years in and I think he's already a superstar. Love Joe Burrow. Just has the that big dick energy. Amount of young superstar quarterbacks in this league right now, uh, is off the charts with Mahomes, Al, like they're all under 30, like Mahomes, Allen, uh, Ky- uh Kyler, Lamar, uh, Herbert, like these, it's just insane. Dakota. Um, these guys are all under 30. Like they're going to be here for the next five to 10 years, like guaranteed. And they're all studs. Um, so yeah, it's exciting. That's fun. And that's another big name. Um, for my guy, I would take him in every fantasy league I'm in. I'm only in one. So I guess I'll try to take him in every one. Um, who knows if I'll get him? That's I like Lamar. Like, I don't know why. I just have a feeling this guy is just going to go berserk this year running. I saw he, like, put on 10 pounds of muscle. He looks yoked. Um, I think he's got some underrated targets that no one knows about yet. Uh, Rashad Bateman, and then he's going to eat. He just feasts on Andrews. Um, but the biggest thing is, is his run game. He's got the feet. And, like, he's not going to be able to do it too much longer. And I also think, like, hey, if you guys don't have a deal done – and I'm the Ravens, I'm fucking hammering him because there's no guarantee that he comes back here. Like, what's to stop Detroit from giving him the fucking world of a contract? So if I'm the Ravens and there's no contract by opening day, I'm hammering him. It's so weird in the NFL when a, when a stud quarterback goes somewhere else because it's so rare. Mm-hmm. doesn't happen often. No. 
when was the last one? I mean, Stafford Breeze? obviously getting traded, but like free agent wise, I don't know. Probably Breeze, right? When he went from San Diego to New Orleans. Yeah, and even that, he wasn't even yeah. a star yet. I mean, I guess like we're counting Tom Brady, but Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, like no, yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. Did you just yeah. put Matt Ryan in the fucking same breath as Tom Brady? No, just guys who change jerseys. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, obviously, Kev. I mean, I I think it goes without saying. Brady is sure a nice guy. Like. Yeah. Guy will always have a piece of my heart, no matter what. Um, it has pained me that he's no longer in New England. Um, but for the purpose of this, I'm going with somebody else. Oh, because the Brady is Brady's just too damn obvious. And this is gonna be a hot take, and I fully expect both of you to look at me and say, What? The fuck is wrong with you? But my guy for 2023, for 2022, 2023 season, in college, he grabbed his dong and told Kansas to shut the fuck up. I think Baker's going to bring his swagger ass back. I think Baker's going to be rejuvenated. And I love Baker, DJ Moore, Robbie Ooh. Anderson, I still think is in Carolina. Christian McCaffrey, I think Baker and that swagger is coming back. He's got a chip on his shoulder, and Baker's gonna be my guy this year. I think Baker's gonna, yeah. I think Baker's gonna ball out. I think Baker's a guy in fantasy you can get late, and I think he could win you some leagues because he's gonna be that good this year. Uh, Baker, football is better with with Baker. I totally mm. almost forgot what I was gonna say there. Thank God it hit me. But uh, <laughs> football is so much better with Baker being in it because of the swag, dude. Like. He he when he was in college, there's only like, you know, ten players I can think of that like were musty TV when they were in college and on their A game. Yeah. And he is right at the top of the charts. Like Mansell, him, uh it's no doubt. That's a good one. I love it. I've read I've read I read an article about saying how Carolina's probably gonna surprise a lot of teams this year. Cause they, they do have a shit ton of weapons, dude. If the weapons stay healthy, that team could be and the the division's not the greatest outside of Tampa, so they could get some four easier wins in that division, yeah. Baker, Baker, the touchdown maker, dude. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, piece of shit. No, no sh- shitty. Shitty. Oh, shitty. Sorry, why don't you kick this one off? Oh, no. Right. Want to, are we snaking it? No? I, we'll just we'll mix them in. We'll just mix oh, it up. Okay. All right. I'm taking this <laughs> shitty motherfucker. Uh, and... I think that he's going to be garbage on fantasy. Do not touch him. I think that this team's going to win their, they won their division last year and they are going to go last this year. Um, And that is Ryan Tanner Hill. I think he, I think he just, I don't think this is so much him, but the fact that he has no weapons there. You, you think they're going to finish, they're going to finish behind Houston. Yes. And Jacksonville. Yes, I think Jacksonville will surprise a few teams the more I look at them. But <clears throat> Tannehill, I just think they, they've done such a bad job putting weapons around him. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. All um, right. And this one might be a hot take. He just got this motherfucker just got paid. But every time you can bank, put it into the bank. Second half of the year, he's going to fall on his goddamn face, and that's fucking Kyler Murley. 
Kyra Murray. I I don't know what it is about him. I just I can't stand the fucking guy. And he produces early on, and then he just falls on his goddamn face. Once Call of Duty comes out, or he just teams like game plan like form in the second half of the year, and he just sucks. So I'm out on Kyler. I've never been a big fan of him. Um, so yeah, shitty this year. I'm out on him. He is I'm a weird it. player, dude. He's a weird player. He there shows flashes like, I, of brilliance, and then he just fucking sucks. Oh, talents to the roof. There is like three or four guys that I was like going like picking between because there's like two others that are like legit people think are bona fide studs, and I'm just like I just don't like them this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. No, that's why. That's that's what this is all about. Like people are hyping this guy up, and maybe like yeah, you maybe you think they're a top twenty quarterback, but people are acting like he's a. Top, I mean, maybe he's even higher. Maybe. Maybe you think he's going to be top 10 and like people are acting like he's like better than Mahomes. It's like, no. And that, that, that shoots us to this next one. All right. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker is fresh off a Super Bowl win. And that is Maddie Stafford. I think oh. that this guy's Whoa. elbow injuries, his elbow injuries are going to be a lot bigger of an issue this year than maybe the Rams are leading on to believe. I think that Matt Stafford is going to miss some games this year, and I think it's going to throw this offense way out of whack. This offense was all about timing last year. Cooper Cup made a living on timing with Matt Stafford, and once that's out of whack, I think the numbers are going to drop drastically. So uh, I think Matt Stafford is going to have a down year, basically because of the injury. Wow, that is dropping you nuts on the floor table. It's hard to repeat. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. It's hard to repeat in this league. There's not many people who can say they've done that, and this dude is not doing it. And then tack on his elbow fucking is broken. All right. Piece my, of shit. Real quick, hold on. Yeah. Real quick, my honorable mention is Russell Wilson. Yeah, I would I would have yeah, I can I right, I'm out on that. Russ. But anyways. Piece of shit. Piece uh, of shit. Can I start this one off? Yeah. I don't think you guys yep. are gonna have this guy. He's already been mentioned once. But I'm going to fucking bring him back up. And I think piece of shit is Ryan Tannehill. And the reason of that is because of the whole way he handled the Malik Willis situation last year. Oh. I can't remember. Will we talk? Did we start yeah. this podcast at that point? We talked oh, yeah. about it we way back. About it. Yeah. We've been doing this for a long time now. So I Dude, think we, we did the talk. start of baseball. Yeah, we did. Wait, did we really? Will, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. were talking about our draft for baseball. So it was just the way that Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill handled the Malik Willis situation where he said he wasn't going to mentor him. He's not going to mentor a guy that's coming to get his job. I think that is a big pile of trash. Every fucking quarterback in this league that's ever been in that situation has always mentored it. It doesn't mean you have to give him everything, but to come out publicly and say it, I fucking hated it. I think he's a bad teammate for it, and I think he's a piece of shit for it. Love it. I fucking... I don't have a problem with it. But. You were never a good teammate, so. You want me to go? <laughs> yeah. I'll go. I got a couple. I got a couple, too. Um, I'm going to go with, let's go Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I just think that I've never seen a more arrogant person that thinks that he knows more than, like, every doctor in the world, like, um, you try to have these conversations uh, or like, uh, he lied, didn't he lie? He lied about his vaccination, right? Didn't he say he had one and he mm-hmm. really didn't? He did. Yep. That's him. Uh, and then it just seems like every time I see him in an interview, he acts like he knows more than the other person. 
Um, and for that, you are a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what was tough for me to watch, honestly, was when they did the golf duel challenge because him and Brady were teammates and like Brady's so fucking awesome. And then I think Rogers is a piece of shit, too, that it was like hard to see them like being on the same team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's obviously like we talked about, there's one. Yeah. Very obvious one. But Deshaun Watson, I'm not going to do that. Everybody knows he's We've a fucking scum him. of the earth. Um, so I'm going to go with a guy that used to play for Kev's Bucks. And I'm going with Jameis. That guy is a He is fucking like, awesome, dude. Are you kidding me? That guy, that guy, well, listen, I'm doing, I'm basing this off of his fucking, the fact that he stole a computer in fucking college. He was stealing crab legs out of a fucking public supermarket. He was freaking he poor, got, dude. Wasn't the computer Cam Newton? It, yeah, listen. I thought, no, I thought maybe it was, but I thought Jameis got like in trouble for doing, put it this way. The guy was a quarterback at Florida state. He wasn't poor. Dude. He has some of the best video clips no, of all that's time. What I think is, he has not a piece of, he's, 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 uh, he is. Dude. Okay. I, okay. You know what? I could not, I know it is. He's like a fucking, he's a legit walking comedy act. I couldn't <laughs> think of anybody else. I just all they can think of is this fucking crab leg thing, him jumping up on a table in the in the in the commons at a college and saying like fucker right in the pussy, fucker, or saying like yes. or whatever he said. And, but I couldn't think of anybody else other than Watson, and I don't want to be basic about it. Um, so yeah, I don't. I mean, I could have gone with Roethlisberger, who like, but he's not even active anymore. So yeah. oh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna change my answer. That was my other Mason one. Rudolph, Mason Rudolph, calling Miles Garrett the N word, piece of shit. I don't know if that's true, but well, I feel like that's just I'm a stupid fa- excuse to punch a quarterback in the face. Um, I'm not fact-checking anything. I, would one usually, I, of, I was going to say, I wouldn't usually change your pick, your initial pick, because I think you have to stick with what you went with. But Jameis Winston was an awful pick, so we will allow it, dude. We will allow you to change <laughs> it. All right. Sorry, um, Sherry. The only other one I had, and I don't know if this makes him a piece of shit or awesome, is Zach Wilson uh, cheating on his smoking hot Long-time girlfriend with a with like a forty-five-year-old. No. He's a dog, dude. No, <clears throat> twice his age. Absolutely. I think he's a. I think he's a fucking man. I'm just not a huge fan of infidelity. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not really my thing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I agree. Not that it's. I didn't mean it like. Oh yeah, it's not for me. It's not. It's for you guys. I just meant it like. I don't think any of us are a big fan of it. And uh, no, that's I wouldn't. Why do I guess it. he he could be but. qualified as a piece of shit. I'm probably more on the other side. <clears throat> All right, running backs. The shit. I'll go. I'm gonna. Take, right. I'm gonna go. Yep. I'm gonna take just the opposite of my shitty quarterback is the guy who carries him, Derek Henry. And I think if you watch him play and you watch him run, you like that. I don't even need to say another fucking word about him. This guy is built from a different cloth. You know what? I was going to say him, so I can't, but I have some stats backed up ready to fucking oh, ready to imagine roll. Imagine that. Stat guy. All right. Here we go. Yeah, 2019, dude had 1,500 plus yards. 2020, he threatened Dickerson's record, had over 2,000 yards. Last year, only played in eight games, had 937 yards. Fucking put that out to a 17 game pace, and he's probably eclipsing two grand again. This fucking dude is an absolute beast. The pictures of him standing next to other players is fucking hilarious because he's, he's so such awesome. a monster. 
love Derrick Henry. Uh, and if you want to really enjoy something, go YouTube his high school highlights. It's just him running either through or past or around. Like, he doesn't actually, not even around. He just is gone. It's unbelievable. Fucking love it, dude. Go ahead, Fagola. Well, you took too long. You took too long, so it's my turn, dude. I'm going. I've already talked about this fucking guy. I said he was going to be threatening Dickerson's record this year. It's Najee Harris, dude. This motherfucker. uh, I just think Pittsburgh's going to run the ball through him a lot this year. I think they're going to have to. Rookie season had 1,200 yards rushing. Uh, Sky's the limit, man. Always healthy, too. That, That makes the decision easier. Yep. Where do I want to go with this? I don't even fucking. We can't skip you again. This is what I'm doing. I'm going with the running back. He might be the best dual threat running back in the league. One of them. He's playing with what I think is going to be the MVP of the league this year. Austin Eckler, monster fucking year, catching and running. Wow. So you're the the shit is both Charger players. Yeah, because wow. the Chargers might be the best team in the AFC. Wow. Jonathan Taylor left off the shit board. Um, Down here for him. Shocking breaking news. You can't, you, you just, it's hard to do it. There's a lot of guys there. to choose from. There is, yep. Well, what's I, mean, so hard? I just went off the fucking cuff with Eckler there. Uh, <laughs> uh, my shit. So uh, this this is my guy. This is who I love. Who you got? I guess we'll start with Kev. I'm Don't start with me. Okay. Um, <laughs> my shit. It, uh, it's it's CMC, dude. It's I don't know if that's like a easy pick for my shit. I just think this dude is fucking awesome. I think when he plays, he is. I don't even think it's close. I think he's the most electric player in the NFL. Uh, he does fucking absolutely everything for this team. They could have this guy play defensive back, and he would fucking probably get six picks to eight picks a year. He could return kicks. He fucking is one of the best vision guys out of the backfield. He catches the ball, everything. Uh, a couple of years ago, dude had 2,300 all-purpose yards. Uh, love CMC. I, I can totally understand that. Uh, I'm just Googling the last white cornerback to start uh, in the NFL. Jason Seahorn. Oh, he was fucking good, man. Jason fucking Seahorn, dude. <laughs> I'm trying really... to find the last time he played. Uh, it's just fucking taking Why, forever. Wait, hold on. Why were you what Googling it? the last? Because I said CMC can he start said that McCaffrey could play anywhere oh, in the building. Oh, oh, he start right okay, to back. Sorry. And the last one is, I mean, he was in the 94 draft and he ended his last time he played was the St. Louis Rams in 2003. So he probably didn't even start then. So pre 2003 was the last white start in corner. Um, I bet CMC would be pretty good though, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He probably would be actually. He's pretty Uh, athletic. No doubt about it. Um, My guy, my shit. Uh, is Damian Harris, my New England Patriot guy. I think the Pats do not sign into a contract, which means, okay, we're going to keep our other guys healthy for the long term, and let's just beat the shit out of this kid. We did it with Blunt. Uh, I think he sets – or I don't think he sets. I think he leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns this year. I don't think that um, Stevenson 
Is that what his name is? Yeah, Stevenson steals his his goal line carries, but I, I think he'll eat into some of these yards. But uh, Damian Harris, I think, will lead the Patriots um, to a playoff berth this year. Most rushing touchdowns. He had, what, 15 last year? Is that what it was? I don't know for sure. I didn't look up stats. I think he, yeah, he had 14 or 15. I he think. had 15. Uh, James Conner had 15 on Arizona, and then Taylor had 18. So Wow, so I didn't even know he was that close. That's just yep. what I'm going with. Um, I'm going with a guy, like kind of what Kevin said with Najee earlier. They're going to have to run this motherfucker out of necessity, especially for the first, whatever, 12 weeks. Guy, this Nick Chubb, they're going to feed that fucking guy the rock. Mm-hmm. They really yeah, are. He's an absolute goddamn stud. Um, They're going to be limited at quarterback, who I think is Brissett. And if Brissett doesn't work out, I think Josh Rosen's the third guy. So uh, I don't think the, the, the passing offense is really going to be there with um, – for Cleveland early, so I think they're going to just pound the rock, and I think Chubb's going to have a big year. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. They're going to definitely abuse the shit out of them. Yep, he's pretty good. Uh, Piece of shit? (laughs) No, shitty, man. You keep skipping shitty. My bad. I'll start shitty then. I would love to say his name, and uh, I know I'm hammering on him, but that's Christian McCaffrey. I think I, the only thing I can say, I hate when I say, I think I, that's my like biggest pet peeve when I'm like re-listing the episodes and I keep doing it tonight. With that said, when you were talking about Christian McCaffrey, you said when he plays and I know this motherfucker don't play. So why even think he's in the top 20 running backs when you can only play a quarter of the season? That kid's, Soft serve cut from the same cloth as Mike Trout. Mike Trout is a fucking pussy, dude. That's They're true. Such pussies, dude. I hate him. Uh, all right, I'm jumping on. The shitty guy for me is Zeke. He is fucking washed up. Tony Pollard's the best running back on Dallas, as far as I'm concerned. I th- still think that Dallas is going to feed Zeke, but I just don't think he's productive anymore. And the guy's just shit. Avoid that motherfucker at all costs. My second option for my shit was Tony Pollard because I thought he was the best, one, like the like a top ten running back. Oh, the shit. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. My uh, yeah, Pollard. So I just the, the shit. So I just realized, guys, because I was gonna cough there for two seconds and I went to go mute my mic. I've been realized I've been talking into my microphone and my microphone has not been plugged in. So. Um, you guys can still hear me, so clearly it was going through my computer, but I have no idea how this is gonna sound. I swear yeah. your life I heard it. it was like it sounds really weird at his his thing tonight, but I didn't I didn't yeah. notice the difference, dude. So I got my mic plugged in now. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. um yeah, yeah, can I fucking say one, Sherry? That'd be cool, man. Well, I'd like um, to say a piece of shit. Oh, you didn't even do that yet? Yeah, I haven't done shitty. No, we're, we're still in shitty, Sherry, all right? Yeah, you keep fucking wanting to go to a piece of shit. I'm such a shitty person. Shitty, um, shitty host. Shitty. I don't think we've mentioned anyone on the Eagles yet, and I'm going Miles Sanders. I feel like this dude's name is, like, always brought up and, like, guys break out, break out. He never fucking breaks out. He always sucks. He sucks every goddamn year. He's going to rush for, like, 700, 800 yards, and that's about it. He fucking sucks. Do not even go after Miles Sanders. I don't even think he had a rushing touchdown last year. 
Uh, well, I got it up right now, and he had zero. That's exactly so, correct. I mean, if you're not getting a rushing touchdown, you ain't giving those plus sixes, and I oh, ain't fucking want you. But receiving, he also had zero. Fucking oh, <laughs> damn, because he's a really good receiving back. Uh, well, he had 158 yards, so yeah, that's good. Yeah. Just, that's what people say. What a trash. Someone took him in the first round last year. I don't want to say anything. Gov. Took him in the first round? It was two years ago. I can't remember who, who it was, though. Well, his career high is 867 rushing yards yeah, and I can't uh, remember six touchdowns. So. Is it Gov? Yeah. Yeah, nice. All right, now we're on to the piece of shit. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for guiding that. Fagola, you got one off mine? Yeah, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Fucking scumbag. Yes, he is. Running backs aren't very great. They are the nicest people. Kareem Hunt was on my list as well. 2018 shoved and kicked a woman while she was down. Uh, Yeah, got in trouble for that. That was the one that was in the um, hotel, right? Don't remember where it was. There was a video of it. Like the girl was like laying down, like something had, there was like an altercation and she's like, fell to the ground in the hotel and you just see him come out of the fucking hotel room, dude. And like Adam Vinatieri, your fucking face fucking loser. And so because of that, the dude gets cut from the chiefs and then ends up with the Browns. So awesome, awesome credit to Andy Reid, by the way, like that was a superstar running back that he got rid of and still coaches way to a championship too, by the way. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Hold on. Credit to him. That move, it's a lot easier to make that move when Mahomes is your quarterback. If the quarterback was fucking Davis Mills, I don't know if they're making that move. I don't know. I mean, he still did it. That's still impressive. No, no, no. no. Well, I give him if credit your quarterback's, for, if your quarterback's Davis Mills, you're not going to win anyways. So, I mean, what's the point of having something that's – Okay, so let's just say – I'm just saying if it's somebody – I think the fact that Mahomes is their quarterback, you could cut a guy like, like an all-pro running back like Kareem Hunt was – and still win games like a lot of games. I'm, I give I give Reed credit for doing it because I think it was it's it's great. I'm just saying I think that make they make that move. It's a lot easier when they have a superstar quarterback. All right, I'm going next, Jerry, because uh, one of my two was taken. Okay. This, this dude is not officially retired yet. He's a free agent, so I'm using him, and I think he's an asshole. And that's Adrian Peterson. 2014, he beat mm. the shit out of his kid with a fucking stick. Everyone says switch. I'm going to say a stick. He beat the shit out of him with it, and there's just nothing on this earth where anyone should ever hit a child. I fucking yeah. think that's absolute trash. Um, so I think Adrian Peterson is an absolute loser, and I don't care if he ever came close to breaking records. This dude's never going to like be there in my eyes where he's the man. I couldn't agree more. Um, and I'm going to take... Ray Rice, no. He, he's the first person everyone thinks of. He is a, a piece of shit, but I'm going to take Joe Mixon, who absolutely beat the living piss out of a girl in college and gets a break from it because he was in college. Um, but there's a video of, in I think it's at the bar, and he walks up bar. and he absolutely smokes a chick in the face. So yeah. He bundles um, her. Just another piece of shit. Yep. That got a huge break because he wasn't a real NFL name yet. So, uh, and to our final category for wide, for positions, that's wide receiver. 
Um, let's start it off with the shit. I'll go first. All right, man. Yep. I think the first, the biggest name and the best wide receiver, I don't know if he'll lead the NFL in receiving yards, but I think that, yeah, him going with Derek Carr, uh, I'm going to take Devontae Adams. I just think the route running is incredible, and watching him get open in the end zone is incredible. It's just, like, to me, I watched a video on him today talking about how he's, like, whatever you do to jam him, he already has the next thing to get past. Like, it's just incredible how how smart this guy is. A lot of people say he's the quarterback out there when they're playing, and, like, Rodgers and him didn't even have to talk. They just knew exactly what he was doing. And I think he knows what he's doing going to Derek Carr. I feel like Derek Carr has been a okay serviceable wide receiver with no, I mean, quarterback with no wide receivers. Um, and now he's got Renfro, who's been great. And Adams is just going to light it up. I don't think well, he's going to lead the NFL, but he's the best wide receiver. Well, he and Adam, he and Carr played together at Fresno State, too. That's what I mean. That like was they his have quarterback in college. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's his boy. So, and they I like reading, like reading the reports from like the Patriots and uh, Vegas, the Raiders. That, uh, same. Joint practice. And they're saying like, they were the Patriots just they couldn't do anything. One the single coverage, double coverage didn't fucking matter. No. Couldn't couldn't cover the guy. As much as like we knock Rogers, Rogers is still a pretty fucking incredible passer. Oh, he's unbelievable. He doesn't he doesn't win, but he's an incredible passer. So I had to imagine Devontae Adams' numbers come down a decent amount. I just don't think Derek Carr is that guy that's gonna. But I, I know you said that. I still I think Devontae Adams is like a guy that's gonna draw a shit ton of like coverage. Yeah, I don't. I can't believe I just threw a bone to Rogers, but here we are. All right, we're going to the shit. I think you guys know where I'm going with this. I think he's the best wide receiver, or one. It's either he or Adams, in my opinion, and that's Jamar Chase. He's he made, he made your all time team, dude. He's <laughs> such a fucking stud, dude. I think he's an absolute fucking animal. I think he's one of like for a guy his size, he's one of the best wide receivers after the catch. The guy is like an absolute electric factory. Once he makes a catch, and I just think he's gonna continue to have a monster fucking year as long as Cincinnati can block for Burrow, and Burrow has some at least a little bit of time to let the to let us let it fly. So. The big thing for him is that we're watching him develop this. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that he could definitely be the best wide receiver. And and you must be crazy to think, like, after watching his rookie year, if you don't think, like, he's in the conversation. This guy is something special. He's on a, he's, he took a whole year out and sat off. I mean, sat the whole year out and then came in the NFL and dominated. I mean, dominated. Unbelievable good players. You guys both picked wide receivers who played with their college quarterbacks. So, I mean, who were playing with yeah. their college quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. I, however, am not doing that. I think that the best wide receiver in the NFL is Justin Jefferson. And the reason I'm saying that is because this motherfucker in his first two years has over 3,000 yards and 17 touchdowns. And Kirk Cousins is the guy throwing the ball to him. I think if this dude had an actual legit quarterback, his numbers would be staggering. And I think he would be getting double coverage every single time. Um, he's a fucking freak. He's an LSU boy. And could you imagine Joe Burrow throwing the rock to that guy? All right. Two. That's pretty incredible that we think the shit two guys that were Joe Burrow's wide receivers in college are there. Mm-hmm. No, but really, I mean, 
truthfully, you think about it, if you were to ask anybody who has any idea about the NFL to name the top five wide receivers in the league, even the top three, like there are a lot of people who are going to put Chase and Jefferson in the top three. Probably with Yeah, Adams. they should. I mean, who are Adams really? Who Cup, else? Cup's definitely. Cup, yeah. Cup won't be because Stafford's going to suck this year. So, but yeah. Mike Evans is going to be up there. I know where he is. I'm just saying. He's breaking out this year. Huge numbers. Mm. Breaking out from his over 1,000. I was like, he's breaking out? The fucking guy's been a monster for years. Well, he's breaking out into the upper echelon is what he's going to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady has something to prove this year for Gola. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm probably skipping someone, but my shit, right? We're on to that. That's where we are. We all got three. I'm st- I'm gonna roll with it. Mike Evans is my shit. I've already fucking talked big big stuff about this dude. I think he's gonna lead to the NFL in receiving yards this year. I think if Justin Jefferson had a quarterback to throw to him, he would lead the league. But Mike Evans is as consistent as they come, and he's on the Buccaneers, so I fucking love the guy. Mm. I, I'm gonna go with the guy who carried my fantasy team last year, which finished 11th out of 12th. But points-wise, it was like fourth out of 12. Um, so some tough matchups in there. But Debo Samuel, um, absolute junkyard dog. You would never want to meet him in a back alley. He does anything for his team. He had 1,400 yards receiving last year and another 365 on the ground with 50, uh, with, 50, with eight TDs, too, on the ground, six in the air. It's just this guy does everything. He's changing the position, the way it's looked at. He's, he's a wide receiver with running back capabilities. It's it's uh, incredible what he's doing out there. I'll be honest. I, I don't know football like you guys do, but I'd never even heard of this fucking guy before last year. And then he just like blew up. Like absolutely. Debo? Yeah. Maybe it was two years ago when he blew up. I don't remember when it was, but whenever he blew up, I never heard of him before then. Um, but he's, I remember, the, I remember he's electric the as they come. South Carolina. I remember so the Patriots never like they, they knew they were drafting a wide receiver, um, and I don't think Belichick has done it very often, um, but every time he's done it, I think he's drafted the player. Joel Williams is the last one I can think of. When he takes a meeting twice with a player, so you ha- you're allowed like 50 meetings, say, and you take one twice, you use up two of them on one player. He used it on Debo, so it was like a lock that Debo was coming to New England. Instead, they drafted Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That so, worked out well. Yeah. I'll never, never um, forget that one. No, no. Yeah, he also ate up the Gators once, and uh, so I definitely remember from that. Yeah, I remember him playing in college more than anything. But um, my guy, I'm trying to think here. My guy this year, I'm gonna go with the guy who I think was my guy, my shit for my quarterback, and that's gonna be his number one receiver. I think the guys finally get somebody actually throwing in the ball. Give me DJ Moore, monster from the guy down in Raleigh this year. Or Charlotte or where the fuck, yeah. Carolina, wherever they play. Um, but I think he's finally got a quarterback, a legit quarterback, thrown in the rock. He's been producing with guys like Sam Darnold and freaking Teddy Bridgewater. And Did Bridgewater play in Carolina? Am I thinking yeah. him? Yeah, he did, yeah. yep. He's got a bunch of shit, so give me um, give me DJ Moore to have I mean, he lit it up with Cam game. Newton. That says something. Yeah. So. DJ Moore, last three seasons, 
1,175 yards, 1,193 yards, 1,157 yards. Motherfucker is pretty wow. goddamn consistent with shitty quarterbacks. Only four touchdowns Great. each of those Great. years as well. Uh, but I am a big fan of DJ Moore as well. I don't know if Baker Mayfield is quite the guy that's going to get him over that hump to become in like the upper echelon, but I think DJ Moore is an awesome talent. Shitty? You ready? What are we doing? Shitty? Yeah. Shitty. Right, right, Shuri? Yep. We're in the shitty. shitty. We're yeah. in the shitty. Tyree Kill. Oh. Fight? I, so, so fight? Here's, my thing with, here's my thing with Tyreek. I think if you're talking from a fantasy perspective, and you're playing in a PPR league, a full point, half a point, I still think Tyreek's going to get – he's going to be very productive because – they're going to give him the fucking ball within two yards of the line of scrimmage because what's his fuck can't throw the ball that far downfield to a, mm-hmm. um, so I think from that, he's going to produce a little bit there. But with what I'm trying to say is I just don't think a lot of the big plays that he Hill made in Kansas city down the field plays are extended are going to happen with Tua. So I think, I don't think I don't, I think his touchdowns are going to go down. Um, I just don't think he's going to be – I think he's going to be drafted as a number one wide receiver, and I do not think he's going to produce number one wide receiver stuff. I will say this. The people in the NFL – I agree. I think Tyreek, his numbers going down. I do. But I think people in the NFL, there's a lot of people who are really smart. There's coaches on the Dolphins who are smart enough to know that Tua is not Patrick Mahomes, so they're not going to do – they're not going to put Tyreek in the same routes that he was in in Kansas City. I think Tyreek is so goddamn electric, though, that he could catch a ball two yards past the line of scrimmage or two yards behind the line of scrimmage and still score touchdowns. I think he's that I agree. electric. But I think if you're relying on a guy to catch a ball within a yard or two of the line of scrimmage and make a play like and like break however many tackles and go 60 yards for a touchdown, mm-hmm. it's I think that's a lot. You're you're kind of like stretching it a little bit to expect that to happen. Yeah. A lot of, he scored a lot with, with Mahomes because it'd be a broken play and he just run fucking into an open space and Mahomes would find him. I just, I still think he's going to be productive. Like I said, I still think he's going to catch a ton of fucking balls because they're just going to give him the ball as quickly as Tua can get it out. But I just, I just don't think that the, I don't think the yards are going to be there and I don't think the touchdowns are going to be there. I think what? the receptions will be. What do you? What do you? What would you? What would you peg him at for yards? This what, season? Did, what did What did he do last year? Uh, he's had twelve hundred the last two seasons. His highest ever he's had was fourteen hundred, fourteen seventy nine in twenty eighteen. Tyreek Hill. Do you think he gets to a thousand? Tyreek he, fin- he finishes under a thousand yards this year. Jalen Waddle's the number one wide receiver on that team this year. Tyreek oh. is under a thousand. Wow. He's going to have 1700 now that I said that, but um <laughs> That was big. That was a big boy call right there. That's big. Under 1000. Yeah. We'd love to see I I think for more than anything I root for them to just crumble like as a franchise. Yeah. That'd be cool. He's that would be fun a, to watch. Well, we we may hear his name on this the next the next one the piece of shit. So him getting hurt wouldn't fucking bother me either. <laughs> Uh, my shitty player is Jerry Judy. I think I, I agree with the goal that Russell Wilson, um, 
could be a shitty quarterback. And that's because Jerry Judy's the fakest wide receiver in the NFL. I don't know why people give him like keep giving him chances that he's good. I watch him. I watch him run routes, and I'm like, can you please show me some separation? And I just don't see it. So, um, all this talk about the weapons, I think that's a huge downgrade for what Russell Wilson was compared to. So, um, Jerry Judy's the main reason for that scumbag. Fucking scumbag, dude. Well, scumbag. It's funny, like, I feel like I don't really know much about Jerry Judy just because, like, the Broncos have sucked, like, their passing game the last, like, few years, and they just, you don't hear his name much. But In I think the fantasy Russ- world, I feel like people are always projecting him as a sleeper. Like, ah, yeah. this year, this is the year. Yeah. And I just get annoyed with that. My shitty player, uh, I almost feel bad picking on him because he's on the Giants, but it's Kenny Galladay. Dude signs this massive four-year, $72 million contract and then follows it up with 521 receiving yards last year. Just absolute trash bag. I feel like his name is always talked about. Be like, this dude's breaking out. This dude's breaking out. He's fucking trash. Do not draft Kenny Galladay, please, for the love of God. Daniel Jones might be one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL still. I don't know how he sells a starting job, but do not take Galladay. It wasn't like it was injuries last year either. He played in 14 games. Yeah. Right? 14 games and 500 yards for a guy making $72 million a year or $72 million in contract. Yeah. That's pathetic. I know this is like opposite of like what you said earlier, but it just to me, I guess yours is more like you knew Stafford was good, but like now he's got a hurt arm. But mm. it tells me how good Stafford was that he made Galladay look like a fucking superstar out in Detroit and get that mega money. Oh, yeah. I mean, if if Stafford doesn't have a hurt elbow, I'm not putting him. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. That's why I said it makes sense. Totally makes sense. But like if he is healthy, this guy, uh, he he's underrated, man. He just keeps proving me wrong. Like, I don't think he's I didn't think he was that good. And then I every time I watch him with the Rams, I'm like, wow, he's special. He made Galladay fucking good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Daniel Jones is not that guy. All right, uh, piece of shit. We talked about him. I'm going to fucking start off with him. I got some stuff ready for him. It's piece of <laughs> shit. Know. It is Tyreek Hill. It's Tyreek. Yeah. I think he might be one of the biggest pieces of shit in the entire NFL. He's got a lot of like shit going on. 2014 in college, his girlfriend's pregnant. He beats the shit out of her. Really cool guy. Yeah, uh, awesome. In 2020, that same kid, I believe, is now grown up maybe. I think it's the same kid that she was pregnant with then at that time. The kid's like three or four years old or whatever. Uh, the kid gets beat the shit out of too. Uh, they go to court. They lose the custody for the kid. They can't prove it's them. Who the fuck else is beating up a kid other than the fucking parents, yeah, right? Ridiculous. He did it. Everyone knows he did it, except they couldn't prove it in the court. This dude's an absolute loser. I think he's going to be fucking trash this year. And I am. If there was a prop bet, what Shuri said last week. Yes. He is starting a fucking fight and- on the sidelines. What a mistake by me saying Andy Reid's like a great guy because he cut Kareem Hunt. Well, he, he knew that Tyreek Hill was an absolute trash bag and he fucking brought him in. So mm. Andy Reid back on the fucking ship block. He's a loser. Um, all right. You guys correct me if I'm wrong on this because I may have missed it. But if he hasn't officially retired, one of the biggest pieces of shit in the history of the NFL is Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if he's officially retired. We'll count it. He will count it. Did he re- did he officially retire? No, no, I'm saying we're all accepting this. He did say oh, okay. that the only thing he uh, regrets in his career is that he didn't get to watch himself play. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. So there's that. And I think after the whole thing, he he started going after my guy Brady. So he can first of all he can fuck off because of that. Yeah. Um, but it just you think if you like just look, at, he's got a laundry list of shit he done. Like last year during the middle of the game, walked off the field, threw his shit everywhere. Um, like you said, he. Uh, he he was like sexually uh, well I don't, I'm gonna say allegedly because I don't think he was ever convicted of it sexually assaulting like a personal trainer or somebody yeah uh, so he just, just whip his crank out so he's been hanging out with Deshaun Watson um he's just a fucking world class pile of shit and he may be honest to God one of the most arrogant human beings oh, in no the doubt. history of mankind like I, uh, I that guy is just a fucking moron uh, trying also, to trying to decipher his tweets. Is impossible. Oh my God. He don't speak English. No, it's bad. He had that incident there uh, probably two or three years ago where there was basically like a standoff at his house, too. Remember that? Yeah. I don't remember what came about that, but I don't think anyone got hurt or anything, but still, like. He is uh, definitely has some mental issues, but let me tell you, he might be a top 10 talent wide receiver of all time. Not no more. He's definitely a big piece of shit. But that guy on the field, his numbers are incredible. Oh, he's a world. He was yeah, he was absurd. Yeah, but he was just a world class piece of shit. Um, and the last one for a piece of shit, I'm taking Henry Ruggs because he could still officially somehow come back in the NFL. I don't really know what his yeah. court thing is, but come on, dude, you've Good fucking call there. just absolutely. Uh, destroyed someone's vehicle and killed somebody um while you were drunk um driving around at a hun- over 100 miles an hour come on um, Wasn't you, he, like, you have all the money in the world 40 or something yeah like, that? like one of the-, the most scariest videos i've ever seen in my life yes yeah yeah zero yeah, chance to wild. react to that if you're driving on the roads it's scary it's wild so that's it for the shit segment do you think that if we did, um, say if we did this for like defensive players, do you think there's more like pieces of shit that play defense in the NFL than there are offensive positions? No. no. I feel like offensive people are so arrogant. Like the biggest ones I can think of, I feel like a Ray Rice and uh, Antonio Brown being big pieces of shit. But well, I, guess, I mean, I guess what's his well, name there that played like the Ray Lewis? Man? Ray Lewis was a piece the of guy, shit. The guy I was going to say, Greg, Greg, Greg Hardy was a fucking scumbag. Yeah. Nadamikin Sue is a fucking shithead, isn't he? Yeah, who's a uh, Greg Hardy? Was Vontez Perfect? Uh, I don't know if he's done anything outside the game, but he's a shithead. Yeah. No, he did. He well, he didn't get to compete in the combine because he beat the shit out of a guy, one of another guy there, which was an automatic like draft. This guy, he's beating the shit out of someone else here. If you want, if you're into that. <laughs> this was a fun one. I like this dude. Yep. Uh, a little different, like a little different than just like a draft, uh, yeah. top to bottom, but some funny answers. So it allows you to be, you know, like putting Baker Mayfield as my shit. Like that's great to call him out this year that Fergola thinks he's going to be good. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll look back on this. Uh, okay, I should set something in my schedule to look back at this on like uh, December, like early December and see where we're at with these. Yeah. Like I said, I'm sure everybody I said is going to be shit. Going to be shitty is going to fucking dominate this year. Yeah. So. 
Same. I'm not very good with these. So, all right. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and subscribe to the podcast. Kevin's got one more thing he wants to say. I was going to say, so we have a Twitch account now too as well. Yes, that's right. And if you ever go so, to our Twitter account, we have like a little link tree. If you go to link tree, you can see all the links to all of our different social medias and whatnot. I have not done it yet, I don't think. I don't believe. I'm going to add Twitch no. onto there. So for this weekend, if you guys want to tune in. So, yeah. Right I, What'd you say? Time's a, time's time is 6.30. 6.30. 6.30 Saturday. So, and I think we talked about possibly if uh, we'll see how things go with the whole Twitch stream. Uh, this weekend and maybe we'll uh, start doing the podcast live on Twitch and then for some people probably just be care the only one that will tune in but <laughs> out care. Uh, then we'll see that. what we can do maybe uh, maybe we'll start doing it live on Twitch and uh, moving forward so also also another thing I want to say uh, if you're following us on Instagram make sure that you have alerts on I think for it I think that's how it works I'm not really into instagram alerts and all that but uh there is going to be a beer mile that's going to be run oh yeah also and, a burrito that's going to be eaten by and League we Choice. might be doing some instagram lives before the draft starts to uh kind of get some people revved up for the night and we i did, we, might as well talk about then punishment for our last place finisher uh as a league burrito 11 different items from the 11 different people that were in the league uh, everyone puts their own item in the beer mile and then the hot sauce challenge where the hot sauce just increases every time and he does a different chicken wing every round up until 11 which is hold, hold on hold on your so you guys are choosing you guys are making the burrito at your house oh, oh yeah. yeah oh so i thought you guys were going to like what some restaurant down the street in order? Oh, no, this thing's gonna be fucking gross, dude. No, it's dude, it can bad. be whatever you want. Oh, boy, I'll tell you the item Ooh, I'm putting doggy. in just so he knows because it's gonna go bad with some other stuff. And Kev, I think, helped me out with it. Um, is Sour Patch Kids. Oh, I love Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, do you like it with uh sardines, sardines, and mayonnaise? And fucking like, it's just gonna be funny because it's gonna have like a bunch of colors in it, you know. So, so, how so big weird. is this thing gonna be? Like, I'm big enough to fit 11 items. Oh boy. One being pickled. And, and, and can you can you? I want you to specify and let 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 the listeners know that the only reason this is happening is because he didn't want to do what you guys normally. Yes. Which was stand on a street corner and hold the sign that says "I suck at fantasy football." Yes. Correct? Sounds yep. so easy now, doesn't it? His Fucking other options, just so we get him out real quick, were to go on a date in Old Orchard with a blow up doll for two hours. So they had to ride rides and go to the beach. His, uh, he had to get a tattoo of Roger Goodell, two inches by two inches, anywhere on his body. Um, I would have gladly got that. That would have been my choice. And then his last one was to bring a blow-up doll to Olive Garden and uh, eat, get a dinner and have a drink with her and get a bottle of wine for the two. So I, I thought I thought one of them was too. He had to go to Old Orchard Beach. To he like said that. Playland. He oh, said you that. did, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm not a uh, bad guy. Okay, just real quick before we end, end tonight, do we want to set a over or under on the the number of times that he throws up on Saturday? Oh yeah, two and a half. Two and a half is the number. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. It's gonna be um, a good time. No doubt. So, <laughs> like we said, uh, all the <laughs> social medias get us, um, and then that's all I got. We'll uh, you'll hear from us next week, a week from today. We'll. Oh, no, probably less than a week because we'll probably 
record that Saturday and put it out yep. maybe Sunday. Yep. So, um, everybody stay healthy. Peace. Yeah. Thanks, guys.